Hello and welcome to Design Speaks. I am Michelle, part of Design Speaks. Brandy, also a part of Design Speaks, is not with us today. I mean, she kind of is in spirit. She kind of, you know, emulates design. Is that the right word? Emanates? Emulates? Whatever. Anyway, she's here with us here in spirit today, but not physically because she is doing one of her favorite things with her favorite person. She's traveling with her husband and she's probably headed towards her favorite place, which I think is Paris. I mean, she talks about it like it's her favorite place. So we'll see after this trip. Anyway, she is out traveling, doing all that fun stuff. So today we have an encore episode coming your way. And this one is a blast from the past because it is from episode three. Episode three. On episode three, we talk about what it's like to bring another person's idea to life. And and Brandy talks about the three most important aspects of her process. Number one, she talks about her design brief. Number two, brainstorming and mind mapping. And number three, sketching. So stay tuned for all of that. Take notes. Enjoy. Have a good cup of coffee while you're listening. Or don't if you're driving. That can be dangerous. Anyway, enjoy. Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey guys, welcome. I'm Brandy C. And I am Michelle B. <laughs> hey! You see what I did there? We're like rap stars. <laughs> you know, it's like crisscross. No one wants us to rap. No, please. No, well, we are across from each other. <sighs> oh my gosh. <laughs> if you love this show and want to support it so we can keep making more episodes, get to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash design speaks and you can give as little as $1 or as much as $50. You can give monthly, you can give one time, whatever you want. We can't do this without you. We can't do this without you. So go patreon.com slash design speaks. So we have some fun stuff in store for you today. Today we're going to talk about, well, hopefully it's fun. It could be boring, but I really want to encourage you, like, if you're a designer or not, that, like, this could be really helpful for you. I think <laughs> I think if you're passionate about it, um, others are going to listen. Yes. Okay. So hold on. Yesterday, I was at the mall. And I this is, sorry, this is off the cuff. That's okay. Yesterday, what I was at the mall um, purchasing food from a food vendor, Subway. And because <laughs> um, they have a Subway in the mall. We're not sponsored by you, Subway. No. But if you want to sponsor us, Go please ahead. give us a call. Um right <laughs> just kidding i don't know if i want my my podcast sponsored by like jared he's not there anymore well whatever um so i was at subway and this woman was like oh, I, the woman behind the register was like i was i wanted to wear this this hat but i don't know if i can rock it i, I don't even know if it looked good and she was kind of talking to her coworker, not necessarily to me but i was there and i just was standing there like should i chime in and finally i did i was like you know i am a believer in if you think that you can wear it and you are comfortable in it and you feel like you look good in it you should rock it just go for it oh and she was like 
okay, thank you. And I was, I walked away just like feeling like I encouraged someone <laughs> and I like was like motivating myself at the yes, same time. It's so true. Yeah. So speaking over here to the uh, already converted to that train of thought, I was the girl who wore blue wigs and green wigs with tiaras just because I wanted to. Yeah. And everyone's like, how can you do that? I just do. Yeah, you just want to. <laughs> so, I don't know. So going back to today's topic, which you hope it will be interesting, I think if you speak about it with passion and fervor and excitement. Do I speak about design in any other way? I don't think so. I, yeah, don't, probably think, not. I don't think that you are able to <laughs> speak in, with it in any other way. So I think it'll be interesting. Um, I kind of... I'm interested in it. I want to know. Um, we want to talk about, well, here's my question. When somebody comes to you or emails you and says, hey, I have this idea. Please, please help me. Please put it on a piece of paper and make it look awesome. How do you get into your client's head or whoever it is head and get their idea from their mind, from their brain, and then put it on paper and them say, yeah, that's it. That's what I wanted. How do you I'm just a sorceress and I just pull it out of them like their soul. Man, that's an ability I do not have. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Actually, it's uh something you're going to hear me talk a lot about and basically everything I do relates to my process. Um I always encourage my students. I also teach PS um, at the local art university. Uh, I teach design thinking and creative concepts and stuff. And something that I, I always ask them to do at the beginning of every class is to write down their process. And unfortunately, I get like blank stares, even from uh, junior and senior level graphic design students, um, because it's like, what do you mean a process? I just like make stuff. <laughs> and it's sort of like, okay, well, let me explain this to you. Like, how do you start your design and what do you do in between the start and the final product? And so um, it's always really eye-opening for them to see like whether they have a process or not and what that looks like. And then I kind of help them fill in those holes. So I, I kind of pride myself on the fact that I have kind of simplified my design process into seven simple steps. Okay. Um, you can look it up on my blog um, it's just this my seven-step design process. I have like a case study on there. But for today's purposes, I'm going to kind of touch on like the, the middle part, which is like the, the three most important mm -hmm. aspects. And this is like the key to getting someone's design out of their heads or even just like a basic idea out of their heads and me turning it into something that actually has like a tangible element to it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it can be intense. Um, it's also a really good. This the the first step I want to talk about is called the. It's it's called many things. There's a design brief or a creative brief. Um, Briefly explain. Brief. Uh, yeah, I'm I just think kidding. it doesn't it, have to be brief. Yeah, well, I'll try and make it brief because it's kind of a thirty question sort of a thing. But I'll give you an idea. A lot of advertising agencies use this. It's not necessarily something that a lot of common graphic designers use and I say common like just people that would say I just do graphic design like they're not advertisers per se they're working for a business um usually or... for themselves okay. I would probably say this is more of like a freelance thing okay um because if you're working for an agency generally there's something called like an account manager they're the ones that talk with the client and Got say it. tell me client what do you want they take that to the designer so but when you work on your own you kind of have to become all the things Okay, um, that makes sense. So you're your own account manager, you're your own accountant, like you do all the stuff. So 
I decided that I needed to like streamline not only my process um, in order to explain to my clients why um, they pay me what they do or whatever, but also so I know if something is lacking, what step did I miss? Like, did I skip something? Why can't I get an idea? So what the creative brief does is it asks basically, um, so a client will contact me and they'll say, hey, I saw your website and I really like your stuff. Can you do a poster for me? And I'll say, yeah, absolutely. Um, If you would, fill out this creative brief for me, send it back. Um, I'll get a better idea of the scope of your design and then we can go from there and I can quote you because there's there's no way I can actually give you a quote on just can you do a poster for me like it just right. doesn't work that way right so you the, don't you don't have a flat rate no yeah there is like no such thing as a flat rate and in, in design world or just for you for me okay um I mean lots of people have like price sheets where it's like a logo can cost anywhere from blank to blank okay. or ranges yeah um or even like a brochure will cost you this there's there's something that I another thing and you'll hear me say his name a lot because he's a big influence on me that Sean West kind of drilled into me that I've been doing for a couple of years it's something called value-based pricing you don't you don't base your price on just how long it takes you and how much you are an hour it's how valuable is this to somebody I'm not going to charge you say the same price for a logo as I would charge adidas if they came to me for some new product okay because they are going to make money off of my design and Mm -hmm. i deserve to see some of that and so i have to charge accordingly okay so it's it's kind of a bigger deal so the creative brief goes into everything that i would need to know it it asks them who are you um how long have you been in business who's your ideal client so that gives me an idea of not only who the the company is that I'm designing for but more importantly honestly who am I trying to get to attract to be attracted by this design so it the brief overall they the person emails you talks to you you give them a brief and that helps you figure out what they want and how much it's how much time it's going to take what it's going to cost but also whether or not they're serious yeah because because and I purpose I could have made it a lot more simple it could have probably been 15 questions instead of 30 but aside from giving me like a more clear vision of where I'm going with the design it also kind of weeds out the people that are just like looky lose. Mm-hmm. like I just want to see how much it would cost to do a logo okay because honestly like a proposal a design proposal takes a lot of time because I have to type up the whole thing really put into detail exactly what I'm doing for them and what they're paying for so that they understand and so that's something I do for free. A lot of people do charge for their proposals. Um, I don't. And so I figure if they are willing to get past these 30 questions, like it's okay, like I can send them that for free. Okay. So that's the first part. Um, the second part is where it kind of gets fun. It's like the fun part. Okay. It's it's the uh, brainstorming. Um, Ooh, mind mapping. Yes, mind mapping. Um, and I... I would bet people money like I saw like sparks light up in my students eyes when I showed them how to get a design concept with a mind map and this goes back to like it all starts with writing for me it's a concept I call use words first okay you can't I mean a design is communication communication is words 
With design, you communicate with visuals and words. So it only makes sense that you have your whole process start with words. So um, say I'm designing a poster for, like I have recently, um, a play for a theater. So where I start with that is the title of the play. So we'll just say maybe it's The Little Mermaid. I haven't done one for Little Mermaid, but we'll throw that out there. So I put that first. That's my starting my starting point. And then from there, it's just like a web like when you're in English class, you start there and you move all around. By the time that you're done, you should be able to go in and circle keywords that will then become your concept. Okay. And then from there you go to the next phase, which is sketching. Okay. And you get to sketch out all of the ideas that relate back to those words you chose in the mind map. Mm, connection. Yeah, so everything like leads one to another. And it's, it's a foolproof way to, like, regardless of if you're, quote, feeling creative, because honestly, when you're being paid to do a design and you have a deadline on Friday and it's Wednesday, it doesn't matter if you feel creative. You have to do it. You have to do something. Mm -hmm. So the process really helps you. Um, you just kind of go, okay, well, it's like when you're you're sick, but you know you need to get dressed and get out to work. You're not feeling very well, but you know you have to do it. So you just, you start, you know, you get up out of bed, you brush your teeth, you do the things that you have to do, mm-hmm. and eventually you get to work. Okay. So it's yeah. kind of like that. Um, so those are those are the three things. There's a lot that goes into each of those things, and I've, I've written extensively on my blog about them, and we can go into them more in another show, but those are kind of like the three really key elements to the process and I eventually would really like to go into detail with those I mean I could sit here with you and have you do one and we could come up with a concept oh my together that sounds terrifying (laughs) and fun at the same time I don't know how you do it it sounds like fun um which you know let's do it. all we really need is pen paper and a thesaurus we don't I mean we have thesaurus.com well, that's what I use. So, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're in the year 2017. <laughs> yeah. Too? Cool. I actually use something called Power Thesaurus. Mm, is that a, what's, is it Power It's an app. Oh, it's an app. It's an app that they, I was, I don't know. Side note, I was tweeting about my process and Power Thesaurus was like, hey, you should try us. And you did. And I did and I like them. Nice. So, Power anyways. Thesaurus. Yeah. Take that. Take note, friends. <laughs> or, you know, visit our show notes, which hopefully will be in there. Yeah, eventually. Um, so that's. That's kind of like a a brief um, whittling down of my seven steps to like the three primary ones and how to get someone's idea and kind of make it my own and give it to them and show them in real life like what it would look like. Which I think is a perfect segue into the song for today. Some of our inspiration, something that you listen to all of the time. It's um, Sleeping at Last. Yeah. Ryan O'Neill. He's a big, he's a big one for me. So. And he has a, a whole album of covers. Yeah. He's actually got two. He's got two albums two of covers Two whole now. albums of yeah. covers. <laughs> and uh, they're all really fun to listen to, but here's uh, this one. Loneliness has always been a friend of mine. I'm leaving my life in your hands. People say I'm crazy and that I am fine Risking it all in a glance How you got me blind is still a mystery I can't get you out of my head I don't care what is written in your history As long as you're here with me I don't care who you are Where you're from 
You know, I saw them in concert a few years ago. A few years ago? It was a few years ago. Yeah, you were probably like six in the 90s, so. Um, excuse you. <laughs> I was, but also, <laughs> but also I was a little bit older. And I'm just going to say right now, like, hey, all the love to Backstreet Boys, but not nearly as much love to Backstreet Boys as NSYNC. So I saw Agreed. Backstreet Boys. Agreed. I saw Backstreet Boys a few years ago, like in the late, in like the 2010s. So, like, what was it, like, 2013, 2014? Sure. I saw them, and I only saw them because I was like, you know, I'm never going to be able to see NSYNC. I better go see Backstreet Boys. Before they all, like, keel Does over. It, yeah. <laughs> so sad. But um, that was As Long As You Love Me. It's a cover by Sleeping At Last. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so. Why you chose this song? I don't know that we're all, like I said before, like, I don't know if we're always going to be this, like, themey with our music, but it was really... It just worked. Yeah, it was really fitting to play, like, a cover um, by somebody music-wise. We always want to play music on this show because it's a huge motivator for both of us in a lot of ways. Um, music is what brings us together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, sometimes music tears us apart. Ugh. Let's not say that, though. That's not Anyways. True. That's not so. true. I will get you to like Biebs. Ugh. You guys may be witness to some crazy stuff happening if that ever, like, <laughs> happens in this life. Anyways, so I really – I listen to Sleeping at Last a lot. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the first podcast, um, you'll see that I talk about how um, one of his um, composer-like albums of, you know, just music keeps me motivated and helps me write. Um I also just love how he can turn like a a pop song or, you know, a really funky 80s beat to like this really emotional, like thought provoking. Well, it's interesting that like when he slows it down and, you know, he has his he's doing his thing that you hear the lyrics and you're like, whoa, those are deep lyrics. I never heard that before. The emotions he brings out within the song, yeah, that, that weren't there before. Yeah, so it it's very similar to design. Um, what he does is take someone else's vision, someone else's lyrics, um, and really makes it like visualizes it through his own eyes. Mm-hmm. Like he brings his style to it, and that's something else that's interesting about design. And um, I have a friend slash brother slash co-worker over the years who's told me that like he can pick out my designs anywhere um which means I like have a style and I can pick out sleeping at last anywhere mm-hmm. and he's just got I mean aside from his voice just his style yeah and he takes someone else's vision and kind of makes it his own he and that's it. yeah that's what we do as designers too and this guy is everywhere he's he was in a Super Bowl commercial a few years ago or his song was mm-hmm. he's all over like Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, like all, um, every season. And one really cool thing, I think what makes me like Sleeping at Last so much more is that he's really good with his fans. He mm-hmm. has a he has a newsletter that he sends out and he's really intentional about, the, yeah. about it. He communicates with you. He's like, hey, I wrote a new song. It's going to be on this episode of this show. And um, Yeah, tells you about it. where his songs come from, yeah. like what's going on in his personal life, which is crazy. Yeah, so, <laughs> I know. So um, he... He bears all, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that from yeah. him. And I hear it through his music, and a lot of it, a lot of it is is pretty is melancholy, sad sounding. I would say it's chill. Chill is a good word, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
some of it makes me sad. <laughs> it's because you like pop music. I know. I know. Does the Biebs sing anything sad? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he has an acoustic album. <laughs> he plays. Shock and awe was on my face know, just, just now. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Um, I could talk Maybe about Sleeping him. at Last can do a Biebs cover. I'm surprised he hasn't. That's really weird. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you didn't want to pay enough for the rights. Oh, yeah, that's probably a thing. See, things like that I don't even think about. That's probably. Yeah, we can talk about like... we can talk about design ethics another day. Yeah. So I think I think, man, we've we've covered some good stuff today. Yeah. Went a little deep, but not too deep. We're in like mid shallow waters. Yeah. Ooh, Cold Water by Justin Bieber. It's not by <laughs> Justin Bieber. It's featuring Justin Bieber. Like... Oh, see, collaboration. Mm. There's another thing. Gosh, yeah, so guys, we have so much to talk about. And I'm really excited. And we like to talk, okay. so I hope you like to listen and interact with us at some point. A uh, quick shout out <laughs> to Vespertine for being an amazing part of our show, intro and outro song. Go check out Vespertine if you have not yet. This is, gosh, he's got an EP out right now along with another song that I don't know if it's considered part of the EP. I don't think it is. But this dude is talented and he is He's so blowing up right now. To let us use his song for our show design speaks um so vespertine yeah good earworm for you forever yeah he no seriously <laughs> that song is never gonna be out of my head yeah same um he's on all forms of social media as well yeah so, so check him out vespertine all right so uh this week we would like to know what your questions are on process do you have one do you have any questions about what we talked about? Or is this a brand new concept yeah. for you? Yeah. Is it all confusing? Concept process. What are these words? Oh my I'm gosh! Using? You're. It's only episode three, and you're becoming like a little designy. Yes. Is that what I? Is that what you're called? If you're you're a designy? Is that a no, little designer? No, that's just what I called you. Oh, I like it. I made it up. Dang it! I thought it was really something. <laughs> Let us know. Process. Do you have one? Do you not have one? Is this? Do you care? New? Are you going to have? A, are you going to formulate a process yeah. now that you know about it? Yeah, we want to know. Tell us all about it. She is on all forms of social media. Brandy C. Look her up. B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. Brandy C. Yeah. They're going to learn spelling, too. <laughs> You've got this. You all right, guys. Most of it's not a spell. All right. It's been good. It's been real. It's been good real. <laughs> that <laughs> was the wrong point. Okay. <laughs> Until next time. See you later. Fade in a grim mystique, but we go, oh, oh, oh.